Recording from the Ethel Studios, this is Craigie Too Crunk, and you listen to the Talking Small Podcast. If you do not like it, call your doctor, go to the hospital, and have your balls chopped off. Oh yeah! Something that beautiful should have something beautiful. Harley looks at her cock and goes, you talk about you? Big butthole blast. Harley, that's some real initiative by the executive producer to try to bump the rating. Soups only, dude? Oh, if we're talking like broccoli cheddar soup, dude. Yeah, party girls. Ooh, yeah. Blonde-haired sisters. I'm in love with the stripper. Oh, Grandma, it's when guys send Danielle dick pics. So I was younger than her when I was beaten off to her. <laughs> Hashtag statutory beat all. So, welcome to part two as we turn to on a talking small pie. Oh, turn to, turn to. Turn to, turn to. Oh, we got him at first. Oh, we got him at second. Let's go. Uh, so... We got in the room, if you had listened to the previous episode, we stick the same through. We, we got, all know that I probably listened to it about three or four times already. We, we established that. Ali Wombach, a.k.a. Slippery Wind Wet. None of these are my actual nickname. <laughs> we got Chris at Tadpole and uh, Bobby No Good, a.k.a. Bobby uh, Soundboard, a.k.a. Bobby Bad Tad, a.k.a. Backroom Bob, a.k.a. Bob the Slob. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. I'm here. We out you. We out you. AKA worst tats and Craig. Let's still. We I mean, still need the, the Twitter there, poll. There's on no that. fucking like. I mean, the only reason why my tattoo is not is a bad tat is because I got it from a fucking shitty place. But then I got it redone, and it's a bad tat. Why? Because it's my my family name and my family crest. That's not why it's a bad tat. So why is it a bad tat? Exactly why you said. Because you got it drunkenly done by a guy that and then shouldn't I got be it, tattooing and then I got for it, a living. And then I got it redone, and he, the guy, made it a good tat. Yeah. Hey, you can't turn yeah. you can't turn shit into diamonds, Bob. <laughs> I don't think that's the saying, but <laughs> and it does you not can't apply. Polish a and turd. it does not apply either. <laughs> you can't turn shit into diamonds. <laughs> The saying is you can't polish a turd. Hey, I think my saying applies. Do you think you can turn that shit into diamonds? Put it on a Twitter poll. We'll find out. I think there's something like you can't you can't clench your ass cheeks enough to create diamonds or something. Stop calling somebody a tight ass. I think Harley was trying to go there, but no, I went exactly where I thought I was going. <laughs> no matter how hard you squeeze, you won't fart out a diamond. Yeah, something like that. All right, so I'm going to take a back seat on this episode. And we got Ali Wombach that's going to lead us through a weekend with him and the boys. So when we last left off on the last podcast, Harley brought up bachelor parties, overrated, underrated, properly rated. Now me, Chris, and Bob just went on a bachelor party for one of our friends. We were rolling 10 deep. And uh, me, Bob, Chris, and Kruski were all going to ride together. And uh, but Al didn't uh, want to leave work early uh, let enough me, to come let with me the boys. Paint an yeah, no, no. The thing is, you're just gonna fucking paint a paint an image where you're gonna try to shit on me and fucking say that I hung you out to dry. But that has nothing to do with the real story behind it. And I got text to prove it. <laughs> 
Well, let me lay it out before no, you're already You're going to lay it out fucking shitty. I already knew it was going to be a shit on Bob fucking pod, so that's why I drove my ass up here. Bob, Because okay? I knew you were going to paint the picture of me being in the fucking wrong, so I had to be here to fucking to defend myself. There's definitely going to be Bob and shit involved in this story at some point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a pretty shit, though. <laughs> Spoilers. Hey, Bob, thanks for making yourself available on this Thursday night. <laughs> you're welcome. I got jury duty coming up. I get paid for that. Oh, you're about to have jury duty too? May fucking 1st. Fucking, I, have, I have in to, Covington. I have to call from April 10th to April 20-something yeah, every a, day. I got a fucking summons in the mail. Fucking said that I got picked to be on a pettit jury fucking in Covington yeah. starting May fucking 1st. I'm going to go there. With my book, my, right, my mind, I'm, I'm bringing my mind comp book. Fucking sitting there, gonna go read it in the fucking uh, stands. Hopefully, I get fucking deselected. Whatever. All right, back to the point. See, all the right. reason Craig's tattoo better than yours, all he's gotta do is roll up a sleeve a little bit, and they won't select him. He <laughs> <laughs> can say, "Oh, he already served 25 to life." <laughs> Whoa! Shots fired. <laughs> All right, so I start a group text message about a week before the uh, we're supposed to go to the bachelor party. Like, hey guys, we're all riding together. And I was like, oh yeah, all right, when we're gonna leave? Blah blah blah. Kruski goes, I have to work on Thursday night, so I mean, well, we're gonna may have to leave in the middle of the night, and everyone's everyone's cool with that. And then Kruski texts us later in the week saying, hey, I got Thursday night off, so we don't have to leave in the middle of the night, y'all. And then Chris is like, oh, dope. When you want to leave, Bob, because Bob's supposed to be driving. And Bob texts, don't matter to me, whenever works. And then 24 hours before we leave, he goes, departure time from Slidell has been moved up to 6 p.m. Do what you have to do in order to plan accordingly. Now, I have a real job, so uh, I can't just fucking take off willy-nilly. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to drive myself. I'll see you all there. And Bob texts okay, message back. Bob texts him back, SMDH. We don't have time for you to work out and cook tomorrow after workout. The underage girls at PCB are gonna need to need people to buy them alcohol. That's Panama City Beach. That's right. So I go, it's cool, man. I'll see y'all there. And he goes, LOL, shut the fuck up. Fuck you and your guilt trip text. And I'm saying he's calling it last minute or whatever, so you know, I'll just go by myself and take my sweet time. And he goes, what time are y'all leaving Baton Rouge tomorrow? Six. And I go, I'll probably leave 536, depending on it, what it is. Uh, so basically there, it should have been a, a wrap. We knew what time Al was going to be driving himself. He said, see y'all there. And we said, okay. All right. Howdy duty. Why wouldn't y'all wait for him? Well, we didn't want to get there in the middle of the fucking night. Well, what time did you guys end up leaving? We ended up leaving I, well, at... Well, well, go back, go back. Sorry, my bad. So I leave work at why, 5... Why would you ask a question and then fucking... Because I forgot part of the story. Okay. So I leave work at 5 o'clock. It takes about an hour and a half to get from Baton Rouge to Slidell where I'm meeting them up and we're all going to drive. So I leave work at 5 o'clock and as soon as I leave work, I call Bob and go, Hey, where are you guys at? He goes, Oh, I'm going to go pick Kruski up. I'm like, Alright, he's going to pick Kruski up. They're going to hang out until I get there, I guess. Because I leave there at 5, I'll be there at 6.30. Bob said they're going to be leaving at 6, so that's 30 minutes. That isn't a big deal. So when I'm about 15 minutes from being in Slidell, I call Kruski up to see where the, he's at. Because when I left the conversation with Bob, he had just stopped talking to me and started talking to somebody else in the car. So I was like, I handed right. the phone to Chris 
to talk while then, I was driving, and Chris didn't want a part of it. Yeah, and even though yeah. Chris was the one saying, "Let's roll, let's roll." See the guilt starting already, Harley. <laughs> Look at Bob trying to blow, blow it on me, Harley. Look at the shit-eating grin he's got. The viewers what, what, can't see the well, shit-eating grin. Well, Chris, what do you have to say for it then? What time did you get to Slidell? Six thirty. Oh, we left Slidell at five fifty. I definitely, I'm on Bob's side as far as judging from your text, you definitely seemed like you were resolved to leave by yourself. I would have left by myself, which, I spoilers, I ended up doing anyway, but you could have been like, all right, we're leaving. I figured that was given. I was understood. I thought. I'm on Bob's side that it was understood. When I called well, you at on. 5 o'clock, Bob, you didn't say, all right, we're leaving without you. You just well, said, I mean, I I'm figured, picking up Krusky. I'm picking up The last And then you threw the phone away. The last text said, see you there. I'll drive myself. So I figured it was understood that we were leaving without you. Plus, Cornhole needed a spot in the car. <laughs> and Cornhole was a big hit with the boys. So without Cornhole, we would have had a couple of... A couple hours of lull time. Your, your text messages out uh, the day before definitely made it seem like you were resolved to just leave by yourself. But once we realized there was a lack of communication, it seemed like you were waiting on us. We all said, oh, y'all want to leave? And, and, and Krusky, when we picked up <laughs> little Buddy, we said, little Buddy, <laughs> do you want to wait on Al or leave? He goes, fuck it, let's leave. And we said, okay, we were, we were waiting on... Your call. It was going to be your call, and we were going to go on that. And he said, let's leave. So we left. I just get been getting fucked over. Well, yes. So they, could, so they couldn't, far, you, the they couldn't wait 40 minutes. The last thing you communicated to him is that you were going to drive yourself. Wah, wah, wah. What I like about this story is how Bob tries to totally blow the blame on me. Well, I mean, <laughs> and, then, and then you see this and and I the buck on the I end up blowing then. a load on him, anyways. <laughs> but I mean, it's not a big deal. You got there. You you got some good quality time with Marky Mark because we figured that's what you ended up wanting to do. Anyways. You should have been able to leave a little early from work. I mean, come on. Once you knew that how all many, three how many, of us. How many, days, how many days did you fucking go to like Paris, France, fucking Australia? I've never been to Paris. Down under. That fucking, should be even more reason why I shouldn't have to leave fucking 30 minutes early. 30 minutes Panama fucking City early. Beach. It's for the boys. Why well, do you think you guys are going to uh, care that much about 40 minutes? It Since you're up, all doing nothing anyway. It ended up being a good time to leave because we, we didn't hit traffic anywhere. Uh, yes, we definitely should have left. Was it my fault solely? No. No. Did Bob try to blame it as my yes. fault? Yes. On multiple occasions? Yes. Bob, what do you have to say for yourself that you can't own up and uh, just take responsibility? I mean, it's Honestly, all, it's I all y'all's did. fault, but Bob was driving, and, and, you, and he's the one who fucking... I'm uh, manipulated. I was manipulated. <laughs> I was manipulated. So that's a text that Bob sent, and then tried to reiterate that theme over the trip. And then, that and then I, I brainwashed him in the lead. Yeah, yeah. I, I was manipulated. Yeah. So when I'm there uh, on the way driving, I'm getting. We're all in a group Snapchat text, and I'm getting Snapchats of all them getting drunk, having indoor chicken fights, throwing bags of trash back and forth between all of them. He was having. Honestly, he had FOMO. I'm sure I would too. I didn't. I didn't have FOMO. I was just like, why is Watsky sending me these group snaps when everyone, every single person in the group snap was there but me who got left, 
and uh, Eric, who decided not to go since he was about to go out of the country and the, the dates conflicted. Well, I mean, so, you can't what, turn it back the, on the, you saying you got left. What was the meaning of left. the group text? I did get left. You didn't get left. You decided got, to drive left. yourself. You decided to drive yourself. I got left. You decided to drive yourself. Can we get to, to a yourself. fucking bachelor party? I thought we were going to talk bachelor party, and we're talking wham-wham logistics all fucking time. I'll mediate. Al got left. It was poor communication, and it On did seem parts. like you were going to drive yourself. Bad communication. We should have waited. All right, so know. what led you guys to doing the indoor chicken fights throwing trash bags? Uh, we Man, we just everybody got there. Everybody was in a good mood. We started banging down some drinks. Mikey was forcing everybody to take shots. Oh, God. So we had multiple games going, beer pong, It was Mikey's, bachelor, Mikey's bachelor party, Quarters. by the way. I think at one point I was the one that initiated the more dudes, less shirts chant, which is why everybody took their shirts off. That was a great pick, by the I way. I don't know what started the chicken fights. Maybe because we were wishing we had a pool with the chicken fight in, but yeah, we didn't. It was poor, poor planning on Brother's part. He should have got a place. We didn't. Ha- I think. I think that's what it was. We man, I wish we had a pool with the chicken fight in here. Brother did. Fuck chuck- it, let's chicken fight inside the. Condo. It was a good weekend. Brother treated the boys to a good weekend. He he paid for the spot. Also, I'm putting the cart ahead of the horse here. You guys made multiple stops on the way there, and you guys picked up some pretty primo <laughs> items. Uh, we, we, you want to talk about Stucky's gas station? Hey, we made we made two stops. Only two. Only two. We, there were a total of four cars that drove to a uh, PCB. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Al, give the, give the rundown. Al is one of them by a solo solo <laughs> uh, dolo. <laughs> one of them is myself, Chris, Chris and Lynn, and little buddy, and we made two stops. Two stops. We we could have made a third, but I had a full tank of gas, so we didn't need to stop. We uh, made the first stop at a Wendy's. We got ourselves a little burger for Chrissy Lynn. The second stop was Clutch. We uh, we pulled into Baghdad. We were afraid of some IEDs on the side of the road. Baghdad, Alabama. Nope, it was Florida. It's Florida. Baghdad's oh, Florida. Florida. Yeah, okay. and uh, we we were like dodging roadside bombs all the way. All the way to this uh, Dairy Queen. Dude, we, we, y- y'all should have seen this gas station. We, pull, we, we pull up, it looks like fucking Baghdad. There's fucking out yard marts, fucking just anything under the wind, just selling on the roadside. Just fucking. It like, looked like a Turkish bazaar. Just shit strewn all over this gas station outside for sale. It was ridiculous. The per- the person that owned this definitely bought into the knickknacks. They're fucking souvenir fucking selling like motherfuckers. You go okay? in you go into the store, knickknacks out the fucking ass, signs, glassware, cups, hats, knives, samurai swords, tasers, <laughs> shot, shot glasses, glasses yep, beer mugs, everything. You go into the fucking alligator head. You go into the bathroom. And there's fucking the signs that they're selling lying in the fucking walls. Krusky looks at us. He goes, this is like a scene out of a Criminal Minds episode I fucking <laughs> have watched. We're like, yeah. He's like, guys, nobody leave anybody. We're going to get raped in here or something like that. Chris, God damn it. All right. But, okay. Back to the story. So we, we end up checking out. I buy an energy drink and a $2.99 fucking knife. <laughs> Chrissy Lynn goes outside and he's like, ooh. Rhett would love these fedoras out here. They're three for 15. So Chrissy Lynn decides to buy the boys fedoras. Oh, yeah. I bought the boys some nice fedoras. They, they worked out well. Yep. Only if you kept one in the freezer at all times. Yeah. You definitely had to put your fedora in the freezer. Keep it nice and cold. Keep cool head. So, uh. How was your trip on the way up? <laughs> 
So uh, then the, we made two stops. The other car was Shanker, Ray, and Ross. We were trying to figure out where Ross was the whole time. Can I get a where's Ross? Where's Ross? All right. So they made, we, we got a Snapchat from Shanker that said, stop number eight. <laughs> they, they, apparently, they apparently made eight fucking stops from New Orleans to fucking Panama City. That's, that's five stops more than that's the absurd. average stop. Okay. That's just a little ridiculous. Then the third car or the fourth car was Brothy, Grant, and Watsky. Probably the most boring car out there. <laughs> Al, when you got there, were we chicken fighting and throwing trash at each other? No, you guys had already gotten done with that. Oh. So when I got there. Oh, that was when the, the trannies fucking pulled up in the fucking car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember them. What happened when we got there? What were we doing? Well, when uh, you got there? originally I had pulled into a place a little bit before. Yeah, it was like the, two blocks. The ahead. place we were staying next to was next to a place named Condom Knowledge, which was a sex shop. <laughs> and uh, I had pulled in a little bit before that and pulled in the parking lot and was trying to figure out where the hell it was going. And then you guys kept calling me. And as I pulled into that place, a cop car pulled up next to me. I got nervous for a second, and then the cop car just took off and went after somebody else. I ended up coming in. Bob immediately comes out, apologizes. Oh, sorry, man. Sorry I left you. You know, Chris is the one who talked me into leaving, though. As Bob, I'm, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> immediately. I didn't even get up to the room. It was on the stairs. Bob's well, already. Krusky made me. In my defense, Krusky made me oh, apologize. Now that we're both here, he switches the story to Krusky. Well, no, no. Krusky made me apologize to fucking alleviate the situation so that it didn't, like, the, that cloud wasn't over us the whole week. Did he also oh, yeah. make you blame it all on me? <laughs> no, that was blaming on the night. Oh, I no. decided to uh, like just. So Al was parked in the condom knowledge parking lot next to us. We go out on the balcony to holler at him so he knows which which driveway to park in. If you've never been to PCB before, there's like this main stretch where everybody just like honks and yells yeah, at Beach each Road, other. Yeah. So, uh, throughout the night when we were on the balcony, we'd holler at people, and, like, they'd drive by, they'd yell back, whatever. Groups of chicks or dudes, whatever, just looking to party, I guess. This car is passing by as we're yelling for Al, and we start yelling at them. They start yelling back. They U-turn and kind of, like, come park by you where you were, right? Uh they parked so how much cl- they park closer to us. How much than of them was. did you get to see? I didn't see any of them. I saw a cop car parked next to me. I didn't see that. I didn't see that other car. Yeah, Al, Al was actually like a block Al- down, and they pulled into Condom Knowledge. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like they were in between Al and us. So we're yelling, and like when they drove by, we saw it looked like, like fucking nothing but girls. But then like when they then the the when they came back, it was like a flabby girl in the back with some tits. There was like. <laughs> And then a fucking gay boy in the front that was like, well, what are you guys doing tonight? I thought it was like eight dudes and like two chicks. I don't know, but it was... How big was his car? It was an Altima. It was a little craggy Altima. A white Altima. So we were just like, so, uh... And Mike, Mike, I'm pretty sure, was just like, all right, fuck you guys. Well, what was funny about it is we were all piled out on the balcony hollering at it. Like, yeah, come on, party! As they're driving by at 40 miles an hour. They turn around and come back and pull like... Almost um, parallel with our balcony in the parking lot next door. 
And they're like, hey, what are you guys up to tonight? And now we have a good look at them. <laughs> We've got a bird's eye view. Oh, we're going to bed. They're under a fucking street light. We can see it's like two chicks. One of them's a little... And then they're like eight fucking dudes in the car. Yes. Like, hey, where's so, the party at? So we were just like... <laughs> <laughs> so all of our hollering goes... From 100 to zero real quick. Nobody even even said anything. We just all walked back inside without <laughs> saying anything to them. Yeah. Basically just kept looking at the blinds. Are they gone yet? Yeah. So uh, I get there and uh, start partying with the guys, and we keep partying and whatever. Bob is really infatuated with this $2.98 knife. $2.99. He ends up throwing it. Against the wall multiple times, getting it stuck. Twice. I got a good Snapchat of the knife in the wall above the uh, above a door frame saying, classic a, a classic who done it, which was... Uh, that was my line at first, and now... No, it was not. That was a running joke of the trip. Yeah, that was... That a, it's not Al, a joke, it's a fact. Yeah, <laughs> Al, Al, no matter what joke anybody said... <laughs> this is not. Al this is, stole this, the joke and tried to pawn it off as his own joke. So that is, was the running joke that even if Al said a joke, a funny joke. Yeah, I said that five minutes ago, and Al's trying to fucking pawn it off as his own joke. Yeah, it was a it was a good alternative fact. Every time I would say something funny, everyone would be everyone would just like I said that earlier. Quit stealing my jokes. So yeah, it was good people. But uh, so we end up going to bed really late that night, and then the next next morning, see, I'm glad you guys are here for this part of the podcast. See, this one Harley checks out and wants to go home, but he's not paying attention. So you'd be like telling a story, but no one's paying attention. You're like, what are you even doing this for? So we went to bed at like five thirty. I want to say we didn't go to bed before four thirty any well, of those three nights. Well, like, okay. so we went to bed at five thirty, and I woke up to the sweet smell of Frenchy toast. Well. Let's go back to the sleeping arrangement because this, oh, this was this was the only bad part that uh, Brothy did the uh, the planner of the bachelor party and I made a snap about it. There's ten guys in here and there's only three beds. Yeah, there's a king size bed in the uh, like master with a pullout couch, and yeah, there. and then there's another king bed and a and a double. I want to say it's a double in the I third bedroom. And then another pull-out couch in the living room that was broken the first night that we tried to pull it out. So there's really five beds. Eh. And a couch. I guess so. But all right, so, so brother, brother and Mikey slept in the same bed in the king, in the master bedroom. The bachelor and the best man. Then uh, the first night, crew, Al, and I tried to sleep on the uh, pull-out in the master that little little buddy didn't last in there. Well, why didn't he last, though? Because Bob was getting naked, jerking off in the bed right next to him. I would have left, too. I wasn't jerking <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm not going to say I wasn't naked at one point in time. All right, so then we, we went to bed, and when we woke up, Ray, I guess, had already ran four miles, biked three, and decided to go to the grocery store and come back. And he's making Frenchy toast in the, in the kitchen. He's like, yeah. Uh, this is my cheat weekend because <laughs> he's paleo now. Some gay shit. Uh, yeah, the, on the way there, Shanker sent us a snap saying we stopped at the shed. Right, ordered a burger with lettuce as the bun. Or I thought something he got like a salad. That. No, he got oh, a salad. Whatever. Yeah, because when they went to company, he got a fucking turkey burger, lamb, lamb burger, no bun. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, it was a good time that day. We woke up and we decided to go to the beach. 
We played baseball, good guys versus bad guys. Played a good wiffle ball game. Turn two. Our team was athletes versus a bunch of teams, a bunch of people who actually played baseball. Who was our team out? There was you who played baseball and Grant who played baseball, but and barely. Gr- <laughs> Not the shit on Grant. He can't run. Yeah. Well, that was the funny part. Like when we were all deciding positions. Like Grant, you play Grant, first base. Well, no, Grant looked at me because Ross wanted to play first base, and Grant's like, "Tell him, tell him I should play first base." Like, Grant knew, <laughs> Grant knew he didn't want to fucking run down balls. I go, eh, "Ross, I think Grant can play first base here." And it was Ray, it was me, you, Ray, Ross, and Grant. I, I honestly thought I'd picked a shitty team, like at first. The teams was, were picked. Yeah, like <laughs> it was like I, when I picked Ray, Ray, who's like he's not that athletic, and he's just very like, like. Like disoriented, it's not with like, coordinated. Yes, that's the word. Then Ray, Bob, I mean, you're not very athletic either. I would beat you at one-on-one basketball. See, that's more of a matchup. Chrissy Tadpole can't take me. Okay, so I mean, of course, I'm an athlete. But uh, but we and we played Chris Watsky, Bryant, Kruski, and. Shanker. Shanker. <laughs> yep, almost forgot about Shanker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but then if I think about it, our team definitely has more athleticism, I we, think. Uh, it was a close game. I think it was like 10 to 8. 10 to 5 is what we were going in the last inning. And then a couple eight. bullshit calls where Watsky couldn't yep. find the bag. It was 10 to 8. We, we played five innings total, I think. Four, because we cut Four it short. Five. We cut it short. And uh, played seven innings. We no, were going we to play seven, and then they seven. were like, oh, they'll only play one more. All right, whatever. The Wiffle Bowl game is not important. We won. Good guys won. Good guys won. So and then That at- was my shtick, too, that Al tried to say <laughs> that he started. I invented that. And then uh, and then we cooked out. We had burgers on deck, steaks, pork choppers, oh, good stuff. That they all were cooking while the biker boys were out fucking on scooters. Oh, yeah, I forgot Scooter you guys. Scooter Nation. They, they ran into fucking Scooter. This was a great deal. Like it was fifteen dollars for two hours. Sixteen bucks for two hours. Riding scoot yeah, with tax. Sorry. But you guys were only the only white guys on scooters. Oh my god. That that was definitely true. We didn't know we were coming in for black bike week. (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with that. But let's There's just, some hot ass black chicks let's on the Let's just say bikes. Panama City Beach was dark. But the sun, was, how, the sun was shining, but it was dark. I love how everybody that was on scooters fucking honks the horns at each other. Oh my God. <laughs> so well, great. You guys were honking the horns and giving everybody the download motorcycle <laughs> yeah. signs. Dude, that was underrated. It was good people riding motorcycles. It was 16 bucks. Raymo was so down about it and Shanker. It was me, Chris, Raymo, and Shanker just riding. Riding scooters up and down the boulevard. So if you're ever on the road next time and you see two motorcycles pass each other going opposite ways, notice they both pull, put their left hand down and kind of like a it, thumb and like two fingers yep, out. Yep. That's like the fingers. motorcycle like Bingo, sign like, of up? appreciation, like sup, the wave. Yeah. Well, the motorcycle guys are also supposed to do that. Like if a car gets out of the way and lets them fucking like zoom down the road, they're also supposed to give the car, you know, give them that little. So when we were driving our scoot scoots down PCB's main highway. Scooter Nation. And we'd see a real pack of motorcycles go by. <laughs> we would do that to them. They would never do it back to us. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so they rode the scooters. We ate all that fuck. We ate a fuck ton of meat, and then we started watching the final four games. And then after that, we're like, 
all right, time to go to the strip club. And since we had 10 people deep, we had to take three Ubers. Where'd we go? First stop, the toy box. And if you think about it, the toy box, how does that sound? Run down and dilapidated. The toy box sounds like it's fucking a pedophilia ring. Grant Grant brought up the Google images on Google Maps of the toy box, and it just looked like a fucking rundown, fucking run of the mill shit. That when you go in there, it's gonna have about seven or eight C section scars, fucking titties that are nasty. And it did not let it down. It did not let it down. It yeah. definitely was the shitty. Yeah, so uh, my Uber car got there last. I go in. I give Mike 101s. I go, you know, go crazy, Mike. Mike apparently had never been in a strip club before. Yeah, like when we first got there, I was like, Mikey. Like some girl was walked up. She's like, what are y'all here for? Like a bachelor party, brother said. And like, so I gave gave the first girl that walked up to Mikey. I said, how much are your lap dances? She goes, $20. I go, all right, here's a 20. Take this guy behind me. She takes Mikey. Mikey looks at me. He's like. Okay. So he goes back there and he gets his first lap dance ever. He comes out. He's like, oh, it was kind of weird. She was kind of like just like slamming her twat into my dick, though. Like, it was like, it kind of hurt. I was like, yep, Mikey, that's how you know we're at a good place. (laughs) So, yeah, I go in there and I quickly move to the back bar, survey the place. The girls in here are fucking ugly. Dogs. There's no chicken here above a three, and I'm the, being the, generous. The pierced nipple chick. Did you all see her with the really short crew cut? Was this the girl she that was, was pale, pale, skinny, yeah, skinny? Pale. That Krusky was into. She's probably about four and a half, five maybe. These chicks were nasty, and it, that completely ruins the dynamics of a strip club. It just ruins a strip. It shouldn't be a strip club at that point. It should just be a dive bar that loose women hang out at. Yeah, Harley. To put it in perspective, the Illusions was has a hundred times hotter chicks in this place. This place was terrible. Sounds like a Craigie Paradise. The bad part about it, I don't know if y'all noticed, but like the place to get lap dances was wide open, so you can't even buy meth and get a blowjob at this place. <laughs> yeah, from the from the back bar where I was at, I could see Mike getting a fucking lap yeah. dance. Yeah, it like, was lit up. Like I could hell. also see somebody else getting a if lap dance. If you're gonna have that dingy brother, of a strip club, dude. brother was getting one in there. Did he? Yeah, brother got one from the black girl. I must have missed that, that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we we threw shit at him. <laughs> that was what I that's how wide open it was. You yeah. could throw pe- shit at people getting. Yeah, a lap you could dance. see brother get like he was he was getting a lap dance, and the chick was like had her back to us but brother we could see brother's face so we balled up our receipts and started chunking them at him and the best part about it is all the strippers there were like oh so you guys are going to the golden nugget next like which Did is they? the yeah like a, apparently a couple of the strippers were like were asking like mike and them were like y'all going to the good strip club after this like yeah this one girl with like a sad. kimono kept, that is really sad she kept trying to talk to me and i did not even want to look at her and i was just kind of brushing her off like, oh it's his bachelor party and I gave mike another lap dance and then after I had finished my first or second drink, I was like, we got to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, so then we ended up going to the Golden Nugget. Oh, hold on. <laughs> golden Nugget. Why, why the... can't y'all just have fun at the ugly strip club? I had club? fun. Like, I just didn't like, want to... Like, don't bring him to fucking bet places like that. He's just going to sit in the corner and pout the whole time. I wasn't pouting at all. Drink a beer and stare at the strippers and, 
and make sure they don't come talk to him. He's a fucking bump on the log. I'll agree that he's a bump on the log at a, at a bad strip club like that. But a second, it was, and it then was, they were all like, "Oh, look at his hair! I really like his hair. It's so weird. It's so well, weird it's, and odd." It's I was like not the Seinfeld pre- episode when he snubs uh, Gail Cunningham and she <laughs> likes it. He's sitting there snubbing the strippers and they just like it more and they just keep coming and coming like it's a challenge. He's not wrong though. It was definitely time to go. That place was small. It was maybe the size of this house and it was it was not good. Hey, you, you take him to Woodville and he's he sits in the corner, tries to get away from the stage. You don't want to put any money up because these aren't top-notch chicks. Just have fun, you motherfucker. I was I was perfectly fine with it, but it's his bachelor party. This is his first strip club ever. We, so, should, we should have let him fucking think that that's how all strip clubs are. We like, should have ended it right there for his future wife, so he never want to go back. I was I, I was not being a mopey dick in there. I was not bringing the mood down at all whatsoever. So we are like, all right, how far away is the next strip club? Oh, it's walkable distance let's go so as bob said we we walked down the golden nugget it took about 10 minutes and it was kind of through the ghetto a little bit and eh. there, there was like we didn't have to take a turn it was down a, a semi big street i i wasn't i wasn't nervous about it oh hey there was one guy trying to sell his jordans though oh yeah he was trying to lure us into a guy. parking lot it was a fucking party it was like was that a pizza hut parking lot or something it was it was some shitty fucking like Pizza place, I think it wasn't a Pizza Hut. It was like Ramones or some shit. Oh god! But like he was like he was <laughs> Ramones. Like, he was like, hey guys, I got those uh, I got those new Jordans. <laughs> he was just like trying to lure us back down. I think it was like, what number Jordans? He goes, they're the new ones. I was like, all right, that sounds reliable. I was like, You're if probably trying to sell us Shacks. If they'd been Yeezys, you would have guys don't know them. Yeezys are off the cheesy. Oh god, that's Nick. So when we're in line, no soundboard. So when we're in line at the Golden Nugget, Bob starts saying way too loud, "Hey, that guy was in the last strip club." There's this fat, 250-pound guy who's basically bald, but he's got long hair. Um, in the strip club, uh, way worse. Way stringier. Yeah, it was nasty. I think Bob has a picture of him here. That guy should be the uh, the photo for I got this the podcast. Vi- I got the episode. video of this guy. <laughs> so uh, so <laughs> so Bob Bob is yelling, "Hey, this guy was in the last strip club," and he's looking fucking awful. So we walk into the Gold Nugget, and we're like, "Oh, thank God! So much better talent, like a hundred times better talent." And we see when we get in there, there's a couple minutes. And this uh, this guy's on stage getting a lap dance. I, I go to I go to Brian. I go, hey, we gotta do that for Mike. See how much that costs. So we end up paying for that, but we have to wait like a whole another hour for it to happen. So we're like killing time in the strip club. And while we're killing time, we're Mike's getting lap dances. Like, hey, Mike, you need a lap dance or whatever. So when we're walking in, this kind of muscular looking European chick. Uh, is walking in with us, and we're like, oh, you can go in ahead of us or whatever. Turns out she's a stripper. Mike gets a lap dance from this chick, and he comes back and goes, oh, oh, dude, the chick stuck her finger in her ass and then put it in her mouth. He tell, <laughs> he's telling the whole table that, and immediately 
Grant's like, which stripper did that? He's like, that chick right there, the one who came in. Grant, Grant immediately goes up and goes, gets a lap dance from her. Well, she probably said no right at first because I've never seen somebody get bullied by a stripper more than Grant. Well, apparently the next day Grant was telling us, he goes, dude, I tried to get lap dances from two other chicks and they turned me down like they said they had already had guys which they were like no no sorry no i mean that's and he was just like oh well i'm trying to pay well maybe next song sweetheart yeah he's just like oh okay that's okay that's proper strip club etiquette for them like they already have a john lined up don't waste that money in the hand for for a new jobber but grant was feeling you know he, he wanted to take any port in a storm and he did that um and then i think i think he said yeah. So you, you guys all missed Mikey on stage, right? No, I saw it. Oh, you did? No, I, saw I think it. Brian oh, okay. uh, I think oh, Brian's the only one. Bryant and Ross. Maybe and Grant. I think missed, missed it? it. Yeah, they missed it. Like Mikey Mikey got pulled up on stage, he got himself a lap dance, and then they were like, All right, it's customary for the guy to get on the pole and he was like, No, no, no I'm not doing that. They're like, No, you have to get on the pole, bitch. And he was like, Okay, fine. So he did this like half ass fucking very like, half ass like, like swing on the pole, and he was just we were all cheering like a motherfucker for him though. Yeah, the uh, this strip club, I don't know what their deal was, but like Bob was saying before, they would fucking ram their vag in your dick, like it looked painful. They did that to him a couple times, and then like the black chick rammed her her vag in Mike's face on the stage, which is pretty funny. So. I, think, I think Chris spent more money at in the toilet than he did uh, on strippers. <laughs> yeah, man. He's so rich he used money to wipe his ass. No, nah, he tipped the black guy in there. Uh, I shit twice. The attendant. <laughs> shit twice at the strip club. Yeah. You shit no, you shit at the first strip club, didn't you? How many times did you shit before we went out? Oh, before we went out? I thought you said you shit four times. Uh, yeah, I don't really I don't remember now. I definitely shit at the first strip club, and then I think I, I definitely shit once, maybe twice at the second strip club. But the second strip club, the Golden Nugget had the fucking, like Bob was saying, the the restroom attendant in there that's fucking gives you the soap and gives you the towel, a little mint if you want one. And, and there's not a lot of space in here. This is two urinals and a stall. So I had to tip them and this guy's shitting in there. <laughs> I felt bad. Oh, what do you guys think? I gave him three. I gave him three bucks. Is that total? No, no, for the shit. I gave him a dollar every time I we went and took a piss. I uh, I think I ended up tipping him a dollar or two every time I went in there, yeah. just because I was, you know, I was gun shy. Well, I, I tipped him two bucks the first time, and that counted as every other well, time. What did y'all think of my three dollar tip for taking a shit? Yeah, I think that's I think Is that that's the goal valid. Rate? That's fine. Well, I tipped him two dollars the first time because I washed my hands after that piss. The second piss I took, I didn't <laughs> wash my hands, so I didn't We're have. We're not talking to, about so you. So I just went. You asked the fucking question, bitch. No, he asked question. about his three dollars. I think if I, I no, I just three for tipped, two. I just tipped one dollar. It doesn't matter. He always he's in a bathroom. He's gonna smell nasty stuff all the time. You either butt trumping it and he's kind of laughing. But all he's got to do is give you a towel, a mint, and give, spray the soap in your hands. That's I, a dollar. You should have sat there on the john fucking been like, I'll tip you a fiver if you come wipe my ass for me there, Jimbo. <laughs> so uh, a contention that happened in the strip club is these two gentlemen on the podcast here almost fought. Chris apparently didn't honor what Bob thought he called the seat check, and Bob slapped Chris in the face pretty damn hard. And Chris took it like I, a, I gave him a nice little pop. Chris took it like a champ, but he was pissed, and he he sternly told Bob, "You fucking lay your hands on me again, I'm gonna fucking kick your ass." 
in the parking lot, not in the strip club, because they had a bouncer that looked like Goldberg. Dude, that dude fucking <laughs> not Goldberg. He would he would have ripped us both out by one hand each and just fucking like definitely just made us eat shit. Too outside. bad he didn't see you slap me. He would have ripped you out. Well, what's a slapping somebody for a seat check, Bob? Because like if, if you don't realize it, move? there were no seats available when we first that, got there. Bob, you're trying to justify so slapping me. Hard, a hard slap. This is not a playful snap. Oh, it was a playful slap. We no, slapped each other you hard. you slapped me hard. This was like, a, at a, if the power's 1 out of 10, Bob slapped him at a 7.5. That's like Bobby after dark. I don't, know my, I don't know my own strength. I'm sorry. How about you don't slap? Okay. There's that. Okay, yeah. I agree. I was in the wrong for the slap. So is there anything else about the strip club you guys want to talk about? Because I'm about to go to the next. I got a hot dog uh, outside. No, I'm going to get into that, but I'm talking about in the strip club. Uh, yeah, I'd agree that something in the water was making those girls in PCB just banging them, banging their pussies on you, and it looked painful. I'll also agree that I got bullied by the strippers. I didn't get bullied by them, but, man, they, they were hot commodities, and it was hard to get a lap dance. I got turned down twice. You got I, turned down, too? Before I finally got one, yeah, because they had Johns lined up. Uh, and don't you think those that was some of the best-looking girls in a strip club you've ever seen? I think that was better than any time I've ever been to Rick's or uh, the penthouse. I've never been to the penthouse Not, or that, Rick's. That wasn't the best, but it was solid. They had, they had a couple good, solid man. girls in there. That was How good. many lap dances did you get, Bob? I got about seven. Jesus. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Wasn't All right. I, I did get this fucking badass shirt, though. Oh, we can't forget about that. What is it? It says study hard. Play harder. Play harder on the gold, back. Gold Nugget break, Gentleman's Club. Spring Break 2017. <laughs> What'd you do to get that shirt? You bought like two. I bought Mikey a fucking lap dance. It cost me fucking 20 bucks. Fuck it. I thought the lap dances cost that anyway. Exactly. So I got a shirt to buy Mikey a lap dance. So I was like, okay, I'm fine with that one. Good for the money. Yes, sir. So then whenever we go to leave, Muhammad. No, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Al wants to tell a story because he wants to fucking tell a story real shitty like to put me in a bad light, (laughs) of course. I mean, here it comes. I mean, I knew it was coming. So that's why that's the real reason why I drove up is because. (laughs) No matter what I say, if I wasn't here to defend myself, it would just put me in a bad light because that's what Al loves to do. So you didn't drive up to see your lovely girlfriend. You drove up to do this. To defend myself, yes. <laughs> he puts himself in a bad light. I, I drove up to defend myself because I knew Al was going to fucking try to shit on me. So for, so four of the guys, go. they're like, all right, we're out. And me, me, Chris, crew, Bob, Mike, and Bryant stay basically till close. We leave a little bit before they start turning the lights on. We get an Uber. Bob stops off at a taco truck and gets a hot dog. It wasn't a fucking taco <laughs> truck. That's the fucking thing. It wasn't a taco truck. It was a food truck. They what had was a, it called? I don't know, but it had hot dogs, hamburgers, Philly cheesesteaks, douchebag. It wasn't fucking known for tacos. So I got a ham. I got a hot dog because it was the quickest fucking thing. And he brings it in, into the Uber with him. You act like that's fucking terrible. That's... Uh, that's toasty to bring. That's bad that's, etiquette. That's toasty to bring a hot I asked, dog. I asked when before I got in. I said, "Can I bring this in?" He said, "Okay." 
<laughs> I wanted you to rate them high. I've uh, I've brought open beers into an Uber before. So don't, yeah, it's a beer, but it's not a stinky hot dog <laughs> wrapped in aluminum foil covered in mustard. This isn't like you being able to tip after taking a shit, Chris. You don't tip an Uber. That's why Lyft's got all that motivated drivers. I guess that is a good point. All right, so during our drive, Bob calls our Middle Eastern driver, Muhammad, at least four times when Harley's hand is in his head while attempting small talk. Do you want to know why I called him Muhammad? Wait, 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 wait. Because his fucking name was Muhammad. Kruski was like, oh, our Uber driver, Muhammad, is here to pick us up. So I fucking called him Muhammad when I was talking to him. His fucking goddamn name was Muhammad. So how is that fucked up? For the me, way saying he's making it sound. exactly. That's why I fucking came because he's making it sound like I'm fucked up for calling the guy his motherfucking name. His fucking name is Muhammad, so I'm calling him Muhammad. That's like me saying, "Oh, I can't call him Harley. His name's fucking Harley, but I can't call him Harley because that's, that's the fucking first time racist." Call me Harley tonight. <laughs> I mean, fuck Charlie. But I mean, seriously though, that's like you make it sound so no. fucking bad. So, no, no, so no. during the whole drive, Bob's you're, like, you're rolling so Muhammad, how long you been in this country and stuff like this? No, I didn't fucking say that one, you fucking cheese so, dick. So when yeah, we, fucking, so, wait, see, that's another re- see exactly. That's why I fucking came because he's blowing it out of proportion. So when he's we get, blowing it out of proportion, that's Al fucking stirring the pot, <laughs> stirring the pot, coming up with jokes that he doesn't come up with himself. <laughs> So when we so when we get out of the Uber, Chris goes. Well, hold on, hold on, Bob. It wasn't that you were calling him his name. You can't deny the way with which you were saying his name and the way you were talking to him. I didn't fucking say Allah Akbar, did I? <laughs> you saying I didn't say Allah Akbar says everything that you need to know about that. Negative. You got Al over there rolling down the window every five seconds and can't roll it back up. You think he would have known after the first time that he couldn't roll the fucking window One, up. Muhammad had the fucking Oh, no, oh now who's the racist calling him fucking Muhammad? Two, you couldn't have just said the Uber driver had the heater on? You fucking racist fuck. Two, it smelled like hot dog in there. So when we get out, <laughs> the way he kept saying Muhammad. <laughs> so when we get out of the Uber, Chris goes, "Come on, man, why'd you keep having to call him Muhammad like that?" Because that's, that's his fucking name. Bob because that's his fucking name. Bob flips out. No, they exactly. love to fucking say I'm a racist, even though I was just calling him by. Chris didn't know his name was actually Muhammad. That was the funny part. I had no idea the guy's name yeah, was Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, fucking, I was like, oh, wait, I, I'm, I'm fucking racist because I'm calling the motherfucker his name? Bob, you know what you were doing. So, ex- so what? this is exactly what happens, but way, way drunker. And Al stirring at, the pot. At 3 a.m. And in the Al morning. stirring the pot like he always does. Was I stirring the pot then, Chris? Yes, you were, Al. No, yes, he no. was. He was like, yeah, Bob, you didn't have to call Muhammad the whole fucking time. I didn't say that at all. Yes, hey, you fucking did. I was Al. observing. Bob, as just listening to the story, I think you Stirred the pot with Chris by slapping him in the face. I think this that probably started it. Yeah. So Bob is he, he Bob goes straight into the, what he's doing right now. His name is Muhammad. What do you want me to call him? And he goes, if I see a black guy and his name's Darrell, what do you want me to not call him Darrell? Is that racist? And then he keeps going down listing. I mean, but that's the fucking truth, though. That's fucking. I mean, I had a valid point. No. He I goes, had a valid he goes, if I see a midget point. walking down the street, should I not call him Shorty? Is that racist? <laughs> he didn't say that, but, but I did. That's how I'm trying to say that's his own. <laughs> joke right there <laughs> and then Bob Bob is so pissed he's backing Chris against the hood of my car going why don't I ever get the fucking bend it out you're racist let's fucking fight Chris and Chris is like Bob I get out of I my said, face let's fight 
You were you were you, backing Chris. But I did up. not say let's fight. There you go, fucking blowing shit out of proportion no, he, again. He, did, he didn't say let's fight. Okay, fuck you. Was Al. he saying hit me or something? No, no, none of those. He didn't good, say good try those. again, Al. That you was were, another. That was another good try. Were, I was. I was. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was antagonizing a fist fight from him, <laughs> but neither neither one of us were ever going to throw a punch. And Chris was like, "You're not going to throw a punch." I got to yeah, tell you, that's the slap. That's the second time you've tried to seriously fight me. The third, it may go down. I really hope so. <laughs> so why why'd you try to fight me? Let's get that one out. I didn't of the way. try to fight you. You mm. clearly just said I didn't try to fight you. No, I said that's the second time you tried to fight me. When was the first? In Denver. Oh, yeah. I didn't that hear about this story. Yeah. What happened on this one? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I don't want to delve into it because this is about the uh, bachelor party pod. But this is definitely the second time you've seriously tried to fist fight me. Drunkenly? <laughs> oh, that, that, that only counts as so a So you're going to use that as an excuse? Absolutely. <laughs> so, but, so Bob is definitely backing Chris into my car hood. And at this point, Mike and Bryant pull up in their Uber and they're like, why are they about to fight? And they go, oh, Bob was being racist to the Uber <laughs> driver. Because I was calling him by his fucking God-given name. Bob, the fact that you're still going with that gimmick... I mean, I wasn't generalizing or speculating. I was calling him by his fucking name. So the next day when we bring this up, Bob is ending every sentence with, is that racist? Which was a pretty good gimmick in my opinion. <laughs> so the next day, we all put on... Uh, well, Bob, Bob, at any point, were you going to swing? No, absolutely not. <laughs> so why act so like So clearly you're fight I wasn't me? going to fight you if I was not going to swing. So I get So clearly I was not going to so fight you. Cuz I wanted you to admit that it was that not racist wrong. for me calling him Muhammad. <laughs> it was not racist if I called him so by his fucking Harley, yelling, Harley, you want to pitch in? Is it racist for me calling him Muhammad if that's his fucking god-given name? It sounds like his name's Muhammad, you can call him Muhammad. It sounds like your tone was racist. And, <laughs> it was the tone. And that's it. Stop trying to fight Chris now. The funny and then thing he about took it out he's on black me. or call him Darrell. Like that's it. when you know, you kind of know you were being racist once you start going down that path. I mean, that's maybe. why I get so mad. And then the next I'm day, I'm not getting mad because I fucking find it funny. And then the next day when he constantly goes, "Oh, let's go get Mexican food." Is that racist? Like <laughs> just anything that has a race in it at all, he'll just end the sentence with, "Is that racist?" And then someone's like, "Yeah, Bob the County's go." I'm just generalizing. <laughs> Because Ray, I'm just Ray, speculate. Because Ramo said that he said when he got uh, interviewed for his job, they were like, "All right, yeah, you're allowed to uh, generalize about something, but you're not allowed to speculate." Isn't that the same thing? We were all like, "What the fuck?" That's a little confusing. Well, I would think if you're in a medical profession and certain races have an affinity to certain diseases, you can try to treat those first or test for those first. I think that's what that means. Like black people having diabetes? Is that racist? See, that would have been an example of one of Bob's jokes. Bob, did you use that one? Sorry no, for stealing your joke. I did not. Like sickle cell traits more popular with certain things. It just I think in the medical profession, you can generalize. But you can't speculate. That's bullshit to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I bought a scratch-off from Kumar today at the gas station. See? The way you said Kumar right there. But the thing is, racist. his fucking name was Kumar. And the funny part is, 
The entire time Bob's trying to fight me, he keeps saying, why don't I ever get the benefit of the doubt? It's stuff like that. His name was fucking Kumar. But his name was Kumar. For the last 26 years, that is a prime example of why you don't get the benefit One, of the doubt, One, you haven't known me for 26 years. If you, like, if you, uh... Find Bob, that little you get, bar, you get the fucking that point. bar exam thing I just sent in for you. I've known you for six months. I sold you drugs. <laughs> All right, so the next day, Bob's making these is that racist jokes. Good people. Al's trying to steal everybody else's jokes and we, pawn them off as his own. We we put on a bunch of fake tats. Go oh, out missed, to the beach. You missed my breakfast. Not memorable. <laughs> you fucking you burnt some eggs and burnt some sausage. <laughs> What else is new? <laughs> good people. The, what was really good people? The fucking tats you got us out. We got a bunch of fake tats. Everybody threw some on. I had the third eye. I was woke. <laughs> <laughs> we we went to the beach. A gimmick that I started, which Bob is going to yeah, take sure credit for. Sure he did. Is we, we all started peeing ourselves on the beach. Oh, yeah. I started that fucking seven years ago when I was pissing myself at uh, Summerwood. Now, another thing you may have started at the beach this time... We started tabletopping everyone. Yeah, prank with Wars hashtag 2017. Prank wars. Hashtag Prank Wars 2017 started when we left Al's ass in Slidell. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a good joke. So, oh, so you did leave me? All right. Prank Wars. So, and then uh, there was a little bit more people at the beach this day. Uh, when we were fucking around playing games and shit. Everybody uh, was tabletopping everybody. So basically, you had 10 dudes walking, cro- cro- like fucking uh, crab walking around because we were like, all afraid of somebody being behind us to tabletop us. Yeah. We were all like, hoo, hoo. Right, wait, hold on. Before y'all go too far, just explain tabletopping. All right, so it's when you when one person crouches down behind another person and someone else, a third person, pushes the person over the person leaning down. So the other person, that's probably a bad description. The person that gets tabletop goes from standing. They get shoved over the back of another person, <laughs> unknown to them, that's behind them, crouched down, and basically their legs go flying up in there and they land hard on well, there. The on first their, person we got was the bachelor, job. wasn't yeah, it? Me and you got Mikey. <laughs> yeah, the first person we got was the bachelor, and it was perfect how Mikey's legs went flailing up in the air. Most pissed off person to get tabletop. Definitely Shanker. The man can't take a joke. Remember that? He was going down to get beers. I crouched down behind and we tabletopped his ass. He got all sandy and was fucking livid. That's one thing. I don't like the beach. You get all fucking sandy and nasty and shit. Like, That's what the water's there for. So, uh, so uh, a guy at the beach came up to me and was like, Hey, you guys at the Golden Nugget last night? I'll go, oh, yeah, that was us. The, the Bachelor. Oh, you had a boys fucking on real stage. hick accent, didn't Yeah, he? he really did. And uh, he was trying to punch seagulls the whole fucking time that he was out there on the beach. I yeah. like that game. <laughs> I forgot to mention. That, I forgot to mention the night before. It was probably about three. No, two nights before. It was probably about three o'clock in the morning. We're all in the balcony. It's quiet. Feeling lonely. <laughs> yeah, we got to get a 3M reference in. And an 18-wheeler with a Hungry Howie's logo zooms by. And I'm not sure if you guys had seen that they had a Howie's before, but somehow a gimmick started where Bobby was going to buy everyone $100 worth of Hungry Howie's. So if you guys don't know, Hungry Howie's is 
kind of a shitty cheap pizza place that we all went to in college where if you order three medium pizzas 15 bucks yeah it's only 15 bucks you get the flavored crust in one topping so but it's how, pretty how, money he, Howie fucked me over uh one of the years in college so me and howie are been on bad terms since then how'd how we fuck you over bob motherfucker charged me for 27 dollars worth of howie's pizza that i ordered but never fucking came and delivered the pizza. We were sitting outside fucking of the apartment waiting on this fucking Howie's pizza. It was like 2.30 in the morning. Like we were like, it was coming close to 3 a.m. And we were, <laughs> we were just like. He was feeling real lonely. We were just like, what the fuck? Like, come on, Howie. I ordered this pizza. You already charged my credit card. Let's go. Bring this shit here. Never showed up. Charged my fucking card. I went there the next day and I was like, hey, like you guys charged me for this fucking pizza. It never came. And he was like, oh. We, call, we must have called your phone, yada, yada. I go, I got no missed calls on my phone. You charged my fucking uh, phone. We were sitting outside of my apartment because I had locked my keys in my truck. <laughs> and we were trying to break into my fucking truck. And, like, we had Alton and fucking uh, this other black guy that was living there trying to break into my truck, too. We figured they knew how to get in there. But... Uh, <laughs> What, what? And he's wondering why he doesn't well, get the benefit of That's not fucking racist. Like they, they, those were the two guys that were trying to get in my truck. But uh, they never fucking delivered the pizza, and they charged me, and they would not refund me that pizza. Like So that manager was a fucking prick. And at this so point, where did you get pizza tonight from, Bob? I gave him – he picked up the phone this time. No, Harley, but at that point when the guy charged him $26 and didn't pay him back for not getting the Howie's – Bob, Bob goes, I'm never fucking ordering Hungry Howie's again. How soon did you order Howie's after that? A week? No, it was like a month or two. <laughs> I definitely stayed strong for a month or two. All right, so we see that 18-wheeler go by that one night. And we're like, oh, Bob's buying us $100 oh God, hold on, hold on. You got to go back on the shtick of uh, Mikey brought three lasagnas from this fucking <laughs> oh, goddamn God. fucking, uh, this like, his aunt or something? No, no, no. It was from this supermarket in Shreveport that, like, a nun that works at a church or whatever up in New York gets him flown in from Roman Yangna in Italy. He said, he was like, I swear to God, that's just what Wats how Watsky was saying. He was like, yeah, it's at my, at the... Uh, at the supermarket I get in uh, Shreveport, it's it's really good lasagna. It, it's the best lasagna I've ever had. The way he was hyping up this lasagna, I thought it was from like some his like great aunt who was like from Italy. I thought it was. From I don't the eat fucking... lasagna to begin with, so I wasn't excited. But I, I was thought like... it was from the church that he was getting married at. Nabok likes eat balsagna. <laughs> but like, so no, Harley, not your favorite SoCom buddy. Speaking of which, tell Balsagna to listen to the podcast. So he was hyping up this lasagna hardcore, like, oh yeah, this lasagna is the best lasagna I've ever had. And we were like, but I can only cook one at a time. We're like, Watsky, why? He goes, well, because you can only put one in the oven at a time. We go, Watsky, no, you can put three fucking lasagnas in the oven at the same fucking time. They fit. He was like, oh, I don't know how an oven works. And and, and then Al. <laughs> Al said this joke that somebody else had said already. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you you would never have been a good Nazi. And he's like, uh, you just put all the Jews in the oven. I would have been a good good Nazi. It was Is a good that racist? racist. It was a good little shtick. But uh, all right, so Bob well, tries. Let me, let me ask you this, Bob. What's the difference of putting one lasagna versus three lasagnas in the oven? Uh, you can cook them at the same time, so you don't have to wait fifty minutes for one lasagna. Yeah, but how cook. long does it take to cook three of them? The same amount of time, maybe see, plus or minus five minutes. See, that's where you're It's going to take longer, but see, still. Okay. that's what, I just wanted to point out that Bob didn't know. So let's keep going. Obviously, I did. I said plus or minus five minutes. Yeah, and you're... 
your girlfriend did say no, not it's gonna not gonna be five mm-hmm. minutes. More it's than gonna be longer minutes. than that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so whatever the fucking point is, Watsky said the same amount of time. So we decided that we were gonna get Howie's during that time. So Grant Grant got an order list made for everybody that wanted Howie's. He decided to try to call. He was on hold for about five minutes. They wouldn't answer. I decided to call. They still didn't answer. So we went to Nick's. Nick's little pizza place down the line. So then uh, we come back with the Nick's pizza. We eat that, and the lasagna is done. And uh, all of a sudden, I walk inside, and I'm just like, because we've been singing these rap songs the whole time. One of them is, pick up the phone. Howie. No, it's, pick up the phone, baby. That song, Travis Scott, Young Thug. Pick up the phone. So, so I, I add in Howie. And it was like, Pick up the phone, Howie. I know you're home, Howie. But he didn't answer, so we had to go with Nick's. Big Dick Nick with that white girl pizza. That was good pizza. That was pretty good pizza. Someone fucked up by getting some Brooklyn Sicilian bullshit. I don't know what asshole ordered that. So all the, the devil. all the other pizzas went went like gangbusters except for that one. So as Watsky's handing out this lasagna that he has, he, he's got plates full of lasagna that he's handing out, and all of a sudden you hear, uh, it's hot. <laughs> and all of a sudden a plate drops in the kitchen, shatters. Glass shattering everywhere. And then you hear Watsky just go, ah, ah, and blood's just fucking gushing from his foot. Watsky stepped on the plate, I guess, of that he just dropped, and blood is gushing from this motherfucker's foot. Like, he's just, like, dripping wet. He's leaking. Soaking wet. And so, <laughs> of course, the bachelor gets fucking hurt. Drops his glass plate with his fucking precious lasagna that no one's eating because the pizza's way better than it. And, and, and you got Shanker. Well, what she, a dick move ordering pizza when this guy's bringing lasagna that That lasagna really wasn't going to feed. It everybody. was not going to feed Three 10 people. No, hey, hey, the, the lasagna was oh. small, yeah. I'm not going to eat lasagna anyway. It's not a dick move. I ain't eating that shit. And you got. You I got, was promised Howie. I'm eating pizza. So you got everybody like, oh shit, there's glass everywhere in the kitchen. You got Shanker walking around barefooted in the kitchen still. And somebody looks at Shanker. They go, Shanker, there's fucking broken glass everywhere. He just looks over and goes, I'm good. His voice cracked right when he said, I'm good. He's like, I'm good. So uh, Ray is another nurse along with Watsky. He just looks at it and says, rub some fucking dirt on it. No, he didn't. And and there's Ross there who's an occupational therapist. And then uh, somebody else else is somehow in the middle. Oh, Krusky's there too. So Ross... Ross is the one who jumps. Not medical marijuana. <laughs> Ross is how the fuck is Krusky in the mix? Watch. Ross is Johnny on the spot with the cut foot here, trying to treat Michael with the thing. Ray's just you know not really. Not, it's his cheat weekend. Not so Ray, really, Ray doesn't want to do anything. He's in the carb coma, I guess. He's not really treating Watsky's bloody foot. Ross is the one attending to him, uh, trying to clean him up and everything. And then, so we get all the glass cleaned up and all that. And then Mike's watching the basketball game. Got his foot propped up. Uh, falls asleep. Well, not falls asleep, but Krusky comes to clean his Ooh, fucking. Oh, nice Krusky comes to clean his bandages. Also, Watsky bleeds all over the rug, not knowing it. Ross buffs it out with beer and a little elbow grease, which was such a fucking great clutch party move. So. 
Uh, we ended up start playing some drinking games. We play a little drunk bus, and <laughs> Bib is driving that bus. Wait, you, you forgot you, to what? You forgot to say that ultimately Kruski had to fucking do the final wrap and clean job on uh, Mike's foot, even though there were two other nurses there. Yeah, Kruk did a damn good job too. Yeah, he did. But uh, everybody get on Baby's bus. Yeah, so. Baby started playing drunk bus, and Shanker was the one getting shit on. Hold on, explain drunk bus. All right, Bob, you were the one dealing because it's your bus, so you explain drunk bus. All right, basically the dealer has the uh, full deck of cards and go around the circle, and like everybody, first round, everybody guesses uh, red or black, and uh, if you guess black, it was racist. Um, <laughs> but now, if you you guess red or black, if you're wrong, you drink. If you're right, you keep going. Then the second round, like, it's higher or lower. So you, you bet higher or lower than the car that you've already been dealt. If you're wrong, you drink. Sec- third round is in or out. So if you have, like, a, a 10 and a 5, if you guess in, you're saying that your card is going to be a 6, a 7, or an 8, or 9, or a 10, or a 5. Whatever. But I think if you guess this, if it's those two cards, you're still fucking out. It doesn't matter. You always drink. So you guess in or out. Then the last turn, you guess uh, a suit. So it progressively gets harder. Then you, uh, the dealer, after all those cards, I mean, four cards to each person, it's give or take. So you're like, you do like a give a five. If you have a five in your cards, you give it to somebody else. So basically, you don't want to have and when you cards. Give the, and when you give that card to someone, they have to drink for that card. So everyone can decide to gang up the on somebody. I'll take over. <laughs> I mean, why would you say do it and then you just fucking go and head? Because that's a takes over. That's part of a, but, a uh, rule you missed. So then, so then I, I was gonna fucking say it. So then, at the end of the fucking all the give and take cards, whoever has the most cards has to ride the bus. <laughs> and the dealer was Babbit, so you were on Babbit's bus. And Shanker, everybody decided to team up on Shanker, so he had to go through that little uh, red or black, higher lower. He had to do that thing until he got it completely right. So, baby was dealing. Baby was dealing. Shanker was on my bus. <laughs> I was saying, hey, to, hey, to his mom and dad every time, you know. So, Shanker was doing it, and you have to get them all right, all four cards in a row, like, to get off the bus. I didn't want Shanker off my bus. <laughs> so, Shanker, she, he guessed the right uh, suit on the last one. I dealt from the bottom of the deck. <laughs> I said, no, 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 Shanker. You staying on baby's bus. I dealt from the bottom of the deck, but he caught me. He caught me. He caught him, and Ray <laughs> caught him from the side, too. Yeah, Ray fucking... If Ray, Ray would have... Ooh. So, a funny side note of this Bobby's bus thing is Grant put on Outcast Rosa Parks, and we all started singing, Oh, hush that fuss. Everybody to the back of baby's bus, which was good people. So we fucked Shanker over a couple times in this game, and, and then they and, all and teamed up on me. I, I was dealing in the next hand after I had dealt from the bottom of the deck. I figured that that uh, they were going to fucking team up on me, but nope. We teamed right back up on Shanker. Shanker wanted to – he was a fifth-year senior. <laughs> all right, so pretty much we play these drinking games, and half of the crew ends up going out to some club. Oh, club La Vela. And let me, let me read you uh, Club La Vela's fucking uh, – Yelp review. Sounds like you want to drive over here and just hijack your pod, Al. All right. Well, Leroy Jenkins said, 
Well, in the late Fake 90s, news. this place had MTV broadcasting live spring break. Then they left, and apparently so did all the white people. Ooh. That was a Yelp review. So we all decided to not go. Well, we didn't go because we were all had been drinking and not sleeping, and we felt like shit, and we didn't feel like going out. We didn't go because of that Yelp review. At least I didn't. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you No, nah, I didn't go because I didn't really feel like going fucking out, and it just didn't seem like it was going to be that popping. Yeah, so instead of going out there around 1.30, uh, me, Chris, Bob, Kruski, and Ray went out to go chill out to the beach for a little bit, smoke. And we're just chilling there. We passed a cop car who was kind of blocking the street, but we were just like... Two. Two of them. Yeah, we were acting nondescript, and we just kind of went down to the beach, chilled out for a little. And then all of a sudden, Bob just, you know, takes his pants off and just starts squatting on the beach. We're like, all right, it's Bob's ass. Nothing we hadn't seen before. But he's squatting down. He's going to take a shit. I don't think he's going to start shitting. And then he starts fucking straining. Uh, that, and, it, it, I, dude, that was, this was my first shit of the weekend, by the way. And then a perfectly coiled shit comes out of his ass. I'm not looking, but next thing I know, I turn, and there's that shit. It looks exactly like the shit emoji. Exactly. And we're equal parts impressed and disgusted by this. So, Bob, and then we all start taking videos of it. Bob's acting like a proud papa to this new life form he I just was so gave happy. birth to. It just looks so pretty. Like, yeah, Harley, you know it looks pretty. And then a few minutes later, we see these people come down to the beach behind us, and they're acting real stiff. I'm like, those I'll, are fucking they cops. They were cops. They were I'll cops. I go, those are fucking cops. And then they start using their flashlights. And since we had like a piece on us that we had just smoked weed, I was a little bit nervous. And Bob had his shit on the beach. Bob took the plastic cup and scooped the shit up like he was at the dog park, which was... What did you end up doing with that shit, by the way? I uh, I picked it up with the uh, cup that we were drinking out of that we no longer had any alcohol in. And I, I scooped it up and I tossed it in the beach. I mean, in the water. You threw it in the ocean? Yeah, I threw it in the ocean. You also cleaned your ass in the ocean a little bit, right? A little bit, but then didn't fucking work out because when we got back to the fucking uh like condo, I fucking wiped my ass with a fucking paper towel and oh boy was that brown. <laughs> <laughs> threw those boxers out. Yeah, so the cops ended up eventually going away and we kind of just headed back up to the condo, chilled out for a little bit, tried to go to sleep and then all those fucking dudes came back from the club and just started fucking oh my God. banging on the Mike, door and oh. keeping us up for another fucking hour. Another reason we didn't go out was because Mikey was being so fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's his bachelor trip, but God damn, was he drunk and annoying. Yeah, so he came back and was trying to rap battle us, but uh, we eventually got to sleep. <laughs> and then the next the next day, we all kind of drove back. Of course. You no, know, I drove by of course, myself. Of course, checkout was at 10 a.m., and none of those motherfuckers woke up until like 9.30, 9.35. So it yeah. was just like, come on, fuckers. We're all packed and ready to go. And, of course, I'm blocked in in the driveway. Brother's fucking car is blocking me in. So I can't leave until Brother leaves. See, I thought I was kind of blocked in by Ray. But I eventually just, like, when it was came time to leave a little bit past 10, I was like, oh, let me see what I can do. And I could have easily gotten out. Like, I could have left an hour earlier. But uh, the bachelor party took its toll on everybody. When I came back here, I slept for fucking 14 hours. Watsky said when he made it back to Slide L, he fucking threw up. Ross said he had a constant stomach ache. 
Grant said, I do not feel woke right now. Ray said, I- I- I've hit the fucking snooze button for two and a half hours. I haven't done that since high school. Since I was 21. Yeah. Chris was fucking, thought he got sick. I am sick. Krewski's a sick motherfucker because he went on an anniversary date with his old lady. <laughs> happy anniversary, crew. Yeah, happy anniversary. <laughs> Congratulations. <so. laughs> all in all, pretty good bachelor party, even though we didn't get Howie's. Fuck you, Howie. Bob left his mark on Panama City with a big emoji shit. Holla at your boy. Yeah, so. All in all, it was a good time, though. Yeah, good people. I was stealing everybody's jokes. <laughs> Bobby was trying to get away with Shmurda. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Harley, you want to go home? I think it was a good episode. Quality. <laughs> good input. Harley's going to have to listen to it back when he's editing to hear it for the first time. Yeah, he tuned us out. Oh, definitely. T- talk about the Tune Out app. He was definitely using it tonight. All right. Go ahead. Quiz me. Let's go. I just listened to this whole thing. Let's see what I don't remember. Come on. All right. What kind how of... Much, how much was the knife that Baby bought? Ooh. No, I don't remember that. Ooh. Oh. oh. Wait, what? That, that was... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. $2.99. Oh, we have a winner. She's off by a cent, but it's closer no, than Harley. It was $2.99. It was $2.99. He said $2.98 one time. Bob, quit farting. Right, Bob, a... people have to use that mic. What city did Bob buy that knife in? I bought the fedoras then when we This stopped. is a very knife right. heavy. Right. This is a very knife right. heavy. Uh, Islamabad. Nope. Whatever that uh, was. It started with a B. Um, <laughs> Look at Bob putting the mic he just farted next to right in his girlfriend's face. You guys Bagged are... You guys, okay, but... Uh, all right. so how much, how much was Watsky's lap dance that I bought for him at Toy 20 Box? 20 bucks, because okay. that's what the t-shirt cost. All right, all right. No, it was 30. Um, you said 20 on the pod. He said 20, I but said it 20. was 30. What did Bob get to eat from the taco yeah. truck outside? A hot the dog. You brought in the Uber. It wasn't a fucking hot dog. What color was the pickup? The what? That the pickup truck. That wasn't on the podcast. What was the what was the Uber driver's name? <laughs> yeah, if you don't know that, Harley, that's racist. That's fucking racist, Harley. <laughs> All right. Uh, what, what what was the name of the black guy that I said? Daryl. Nope. Darrell. Fuck off. Okay. Roy actually, Jenkins did the review on. Uh, I actually cool. think I said Darrell in the podcast, but I think in real life, I think you said Gerard or something like that. All fucking right. probably something like that. I don't know. All right, so what else you got? So I didn't get a two ninety nine. What bre- What breakfast did Ray make? French toast. Ooh. What did Chris burn for breakfast? Oh, sausage. Everything. And, and, we, and bacon. Is nope. What I heard. Eggs. We, no. No. Bacon was never fucking said. We, we would have accepted everything. <laughs> who uh, Who slept in a bed together? Uh the the bachelor and the best man. Other than that, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Bob was masturbating on one of the beds. That's also true. That's a fabricated lie. <laughs> I so never. I, he, I was never fully hard. Chris, it you wasn't a bitch shit slap on the beach. Oh, you hit a bitch. It's a bitch slap. <laughs> Who won the wiffle ball game? Good guy. Yeah, oh, you damn right we did. <laughs> Good guys for the All win. Right. All right, so Har- Harley gets a beat. Who beat. was the first to get table topped? Ooh. Uh, I know Shanker didn't like it. Uh, the first one to get table topped. Ooh, I don't know. It must have been Shanker because the Bachelor. The it was oh, the Bachelor. Okay. Well, that, yeah, he did pretty good. Besides, he didn't listen to the beginning part. So, who did we leave in slide out? <laughs> <laughs>
That was Krusky got blamed for it, but Chris also got blamed for it. Bob also got blamed for it, leaving Alec Wong back, a.k.a. Slippery Wind Wet. All, All right. Thanks well, for joining us on the podcast. Uh, Bob has one last nice thing to say. I ain't got nothing else to say. Pick up the phone, Howard. <laughs> All right, we out. We out, yeah. I'll let you, boy. Hey, Mike, we'll be at your wedding in a little bit for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs>